Hey guys, just a disclaimer before this podcast gets underway, I will be out of the studio on Sunday afternoon, so I won't be able to record uh, the Sunday review uh, in the studio. I've recorded the Thursday, Friday, and Saturday reviews after the games each of those nights and scheduled them for Monday, uh, but I won't be able to record the Sunday review as I will not be in the studio on Sunday afternoon. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to record it on my phone on voice memos that the audio it will be a little bit different, but it will be still listenable. Um, I will be recording it on my phone though, and then just putting it on here uh, on the podcast you're listening to right now. So it's going to be on my phone. I'm recording this little disclaimer in the studio, but uh, the podcast will be on the phone. So just letting you guys know that uh, before this one gets under underway. Sorry, uh, but sit back, relax, and enjoy this absolute masterpiece. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through uh, this Slinger Sunday. Now, if you're wondering why I'm going, uh, sounding like a broken radio, sorry, obviously, uh, recording on the phone, not in the studio at, at the moment, as you can somewhat hear a car going past in the background, recording off the mobile phone, literally the mobile phone on voice memos are on the desk here. Um, as I talk about these two awesome games for your Super Sunday, uh, being the Warriors and the Roosters and the Dragons and the Bulldogs. Just finished watching uh, the Dragons and the Bulldogs as well, so I might give a little bit of a better analysis on that one. But uh, this game, the Warriors v. the Roosters, that was awesome. Really, really solid. Um, now, while the Warriors had more possession, they had 53% possession uh, for the match, and they obviously dominated territory in key moments of that game, the Warriors. They just couldn't come up with any points. Uh, and obviously the Roosters, their defense, they bucked their defense through this one. You know, no Jared Maria Hargreaves, which is a big, big loss for the Roosters just before the game kicked off. Uh, obviously just resting him for this game. Um, but, you know, a big loss for the Roosters. Not having Jared uh, in terms of attack, but also in terms of defense. Victor Radley and Brandon Smith both stood up in this game and they were sensational. Uh, really solid defensive efforts from them. Obviously, a big moment in the game as well. Paul Momorowski, he left the field in the 60th minute um, with a shoulder injury. Um, apparently, according to Aaron Rofizio, it looks like a dislocation. It looked like a dislocation or maybe even a collarbone injury for Paul Momorowski. Um, if it's a dislocation, it should be a few weeks. If it's a, um, obviously the uh, collarbone injury, it's going to be a lot more than that. It's going to be uh, a lot more time on the sidelines there for Paul Momorowski. So, hoping him the best. Uh, realistically could be going for scans tomorrow. Um, you know, I'd imagine that he'd be going for scans tomorrow. Um, look, I don't know if it's too much worrying signs, but Brandon Smith, um, when he went off for his HIA in the 74th minute, I believe it was, um, obviously had pain, a sharp pain in his neck. Uh, they put him on a stretcher with a neck brace on and he was rushed to hospital um, in New Zealand as well. Rushed to hospital in an ambulance uh, with the Roosters medical staff around him as well. Uh, had a neck brace on and was um, on a stretcher as well as he was put into the ambulance. So uh, it does sound quite distressing, obviously, when you put it like that, but it, it didn't sound 
um, too bad. If it's just a little bit of pain in the neck, hopefully it's not anything, anything too severe there for Brandon Smith and wishing him all the best as well. Um, look, big try-saving plays from Victor Radley, Manu, and James Tedesco. Obviously denying Warriors tries. The one on Dallin Wittani Zalesniak uh, was probably the best one as well, particularly when he was very, very close to scoring. Um, you know, there were some big try-savers in this game, some big try-savers, and credit their defense all around for the Sydney Roosters, whether it was on the edge or in the middle, but particularly from Victor Radley and from even Brandon Smith before he went off uh, in the 74th minute there. Uh, Victor Radley, I thought, was... Uh, sensational, particularly coming into this game and playing a bit of hooker as well. You don't really see, um, you know, Vic- Victor Adley as a dummy half, and obviously he did come through the grades as a dummy half, but you wouldn't see him in the modern day um, playing in that number nine role, but he was in this game, and I thought he did a really good job. Uh, his feet at a dummy half sometimes was questionable, but other times it was really good. Uh, and, you know, particularly when the Roosters were on the front foot, he was a main part of that as well, Victor Adley in the number nine jersey. Um, Adam Fanua Blake, I thought that he was enormous for the home side. 19 carries over 170 metres. It was a big stint for him as well. I believe he played around 50 to 60 minutes. So a massive stint for Adam Fanua Blake. Uh, the Roosters, they've actually won their past seven games against the Warriors now as well, which is pre- pretty good uh, for them. Uh, the Warriors' loss makes them the, the first from four games in New Zealand uh, this season. Um, six Warriors players have never achieved a victory against the Roosters. So pretty big stats there. Uh, overall, a pretty solid game to keep the Warriors to nil as well, particularly when they were so dominant in attack and obviously had that 53% possession. Uh, I thought it was super impressive. Uh, the next game was the Dragons v the Bulldogs. Now, the Bulldogs um, had a really solid game in this one. And, I, I, you know, I just had that feeling, I had the gut feeling this morning that the Bulldogs were going to win this game, put the anytime take on. Didn't get the best reception from that either. Uh, and I just think, fuck it, I'm going to stick with it here. I think this is going to go through for sure. Um, and then obviously they do come up with the win here. The Bulldogs uh, winning 18-16, to 16, which is massive there for the Bulldogs in this one. Uh, Brandon, uh, Braden Burns, he played through a pain barrier after picking up a knee injury early on in the game. He finished with over 163 running metres. Uh, in a fine performance under uh, under duress. Um, I thought that was really solid there from Braden Burns. Obviously setting up both the tries for Jake Avarillo as well with beautiful balls. His passing game was great. Uh, and Avarillo, I didn't realize he was that fast, but he was definitely, um, you know, switched on in that game and scoring two tries in this one, two long-range tries and, you know, breaking the ankles of Tyrell Sloan as well. It was really solid from uh, Jake Avarillo. Bulldogs veteran Josh Reynolds started the game at 5'8", alongside Matt Burton at halfback, uh, before debutant Carl Oluwapu came onto the field in the 33rd minute. He came on the field quite early as well, and he sort of played a roaming, sort of another half on the field role. Uh, Josh Reynolds came off the field a bit later on in the game, but uh, he was playing a very interesting sort of roaming role for most of that game as well, and it actually suited the Bulldogs' style of play just quietly, so they might go with him at 14 for the next game. If not, maybe even at six, uh, and Josh Reynolds will be coming off the bench instead. Uh, the total was 35 offloads were made during the match, with the Bulldogs having 18 of those, uh, and obviously the Dragons having the rest of them, but Bulldogs having 18, uh, recording one more than the Dragons. Uh, the Bulldogs centre Jake Avarillo has now scored six tries in his past three games against the Dragons as well, with three doubles. Uh, that's insane. Uh, he had a really, really solid game in this one. Um, 
and obviously scoring three doubles against the the Dragons in the past three games is very, very impressive. And in this one, those two tries were insane. Uh, Corey Waddell was sinbin for a professional foul immediately after Avrilo's second try to keep the Dragons in the game. Uh, Canterbury made seven line breaks uh, to three during the contest, but came up with a couple of bomb tries as well that could have extended their lead. Uh, there were a few missed opportunities for both teams, particularly from Canterbury. Um, you know, just especially there was one where um, Matt Burton ran, ran straight through the, the Dragons' defence and he gave an offload to Reid Marnie. Reid Marnie passed back to him and Burton knocked it on. That There was a few opportunities, um, you know, where the Bulldogs could have extended their lead but didn't. Uh, the Dragons' fullback, Tyrell Sloan, couldn't inject himself into the game uh, as the side's attack failed to dominate Canterbury's defence. It was very hard for Tyrell Sloan to get into this game, I thought, as well. Um, you know, he was... You know, trying to do what he usually does and, and break the line through the middle and you know, running off a uh, Ben Hunt pass. They weren't really combining too well either, but you just got to credit the Bulldogs' defence. The Bulldogs' defence uh, was really solid in this game and, and a big part of the, the win that they did have um, against the Dragons in this one. Dragons' loss was their first in seven games at Wynn Stadium. Dragons rookie Toby Couchman crossed over for his first try in the NRL as well. Congratulations to him. I thought that he was quite solid in this game and I think he's been quite solid over the past few weeks. Only a few errors to his name, but you know, other than that, I think that he he's been quite impressive there. Toby Couchman, uh, Blake Laurie uh, played uh, with run for 154 meters. Sorry, and Jack DeBellin ran for 169 meters. They were enormous through the middle for the Dragons, but look, as I said, just missed opportunities. Whether it was knock-ons, whether it was penalties, whether it was just simple errors, um, you know, the Dragons just couldn't get into the game and. Um, yeah, just credit the Bulldogs' defence as well. The Bulldogs' defence was a massive part uh, as to why uh, the Dragons could not get back into this game. And then obviously the Ben Hunt two-point field goal at the end didn't go through. Uh, but overall, solid defence from the Bulldogs. Managed to keep themselves in this one, grab themselves a f- their first win in a while. Uh, hopefully moves them up a little bit on the ladder as well as they go into the next few weeks and gives them a bit of confidence as well. But there you go. Uh, That is the review for the Sunday Slingers.